Hey guys, it's Cream, aka Miss Cream of the Crop. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Cream. I'm really excited. I know I say this every episode, but I only interview people that I want to interview, so I'm excited for every interview. So anyway, today's guest is Derek J. And uh, he is the founder of We in Action Entertainment. So we're going to be talking about his company, his brand. You guys know I love doing spotlight on black-owned brands. So that's another reason why I'm excited for today's interview. So Derek J., thank you so much for being a part of the conversation today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the interview. I understand you're from North Carolina. So what part of North Carolina are you from? Uh, I'm from the 252 area code, uh, Kenton, North Carolina. Uh, Born and raised, uh, but I now live in Greensboro, North Carolina, where I went to school, uh, North Carolina A&T, Aggie Pride. Um, So, yeah, I spent all my life in North Carolina. Really? Okay. My mom's been trying to get me to move down there. She's down there now. She's in uh, Charlotte, and she loves it, and I'm just like... No, I'm not ready for Charlotte life right now. I'm not ready nah, for It's going to be a great move for you. <laughs> Listen, you try to get me down there, too. <laughs> she already has my sister down there, so I don't. Might as well. Might as well. Your family there. Go ahead. Go. Listen, I don't know. I, I, I mean, North Carolina is really beautiful, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's a great place to visit for, you know, to get rest. <laughs> Yeah. That's how I see North Carolina. Like it's a beautiful place to visit when you just need to like get some self care and some relaxation. Other than that, like I like moving and shaking of like the, the bigger oh, okay. city. I mean Charlotte Charlotte is a nice little small busy city. But you see how the all the adjectives you use before busy city? <laughs> The two adjectives that I need you to focus on is little and small. Like, <laughs> yeah, I understand. That would drive me crazy. That would drive me crazy. So, tell me a little bit about We in Action Entertainment. All right. So, We in Action, <clears throat> it's a it's a record label. Uh, it's an independent record label that focuses on the talent of North Carolina artists. Okay. Uh, so now, uh, right now, when you think about the music industry, the first place you think of is Atlanta. So uh, everybody wants to get up and move from North Carolina and move to Atlanta. And it's just like I want to be able to build a foundation where everyone can have that same um, spotlight but still stay in their hometown, their home state, stay stay close to the family. Yeah, I totally understand. Everybody does want to move to Atlanta. Before it was New York, and now it's Atlanta. And then for a few people, you know better than it's L.A. So I think it's real cool that you are starting, that you started your brand, where you're from, and where you currently live. And I must say, because I do own uh, 216 to be radio stations, and we get a lot of support and a lot of music out of the Carolinas, North Carolina and South Carolina. There's a huge music scene there that I think, well, underground music scene that I think people really don't understand how really big it is. Like, I know a lot of people know about Pete Pablo, and then they think, yeah. okay, that's where it stops, or they think about um, J. J. Cole. Cole. You know, and now they think about the baby, but you know, the baby's from here, but he, you know, he claims uh, Charlotte. 
So those are the three people that everyone thinks of when they think about the Carolinas, but there's a huge music scene there that a lot of people don't don't know that's there. And I'm trying to I'm trying to shine the light on it. That's my goal. So you just started this music label. Was it this year? When, when did you start your music label? Sorry. So actually tomorrow will be the first year, my first anniversary of We In Action being an uh, actual business. <laughs> thank yes. you. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm so thank happy you. for you. So, I'm so uh, happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, yeah, uh, it, it's been in the works for a, a year, and um, as, as a record label, it's been in the work for a year. So it's, you know, it's, it's been it's been pleasant so far. That's good. So do you have any artists currently signed to your label, or are you guys looking for artists? And if you do have artists or you are looking for artists, what type of contracts are you guys signing? Are you just signing, like, um, for production contracts, like there's different types. Like a lot of artists, they should know this, but a lot of them don't do their homework. They don't understand there's different types of contracts you can sign with major and indie labels. So what type of contracts are you guys offering artists right now? Uh, right now, we are offering production um, contracts. Production uh, so contracts. if you don't know, that's, that's us. We'll take care of, like, your your advertising and everything, uh, your photography, videography, anything to make you like an artist, anything that can help you be an artist. Uh, we currently have one uh, full sign uh, artist, uh, Shamika Shante. Mm -hmm. uh, you can catch her on all streaming platforms at Shamika Shante. Uh, but um, she's our our main artist right now. She's the face of We In Action. Uh, but however, like I said, we are still working with other artists and develop, uh, developing them and uh, giving out for production. Um, production deals. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the artist that you currently have signed, the first lady of We In Action. Is she a hip-hop artist? Like, tell us all about her. So, uh Shamika Shante actually went to school with me. Uh, that's how we first met. Um, she sung in a pageant. Uh, I'm a I'm a member of Omega Sci-Fi. Uh, okay. And we had a pageant, and she sung in that pageant. Uh, that, so that was the first time we had met. Uh, fast forward, um, I, of course, left for the military. Uh, I came back, and I just so happened to run into her at one of her shows, and then that's where we ended up talking there. Uh, she's an R&B artist, and, okay. uh, but she's an amazing gospel singer, too. Uh, okay. where she, does, she does covers uh, on Sundays where you can find on her social media. I'm telling y'all, she, she's just amazing. Uh, she's been on American Idol. Uh, she's been on the uh, Wine Wednesdays. So she's, she's done seen and been places, and she's she's very well known. Uh, she's out of Durham, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, be on the lookout for it, because we're we're really about to push forward, about to break through, and keep moving. Yes, I love how you really are just all about home. You like this is where I'm from, this is where I live, and this is the talent that I'm pushing right now. I think that's amazing because a lot of times people forget where they come from. And speaking of where you come from, so she did, she does gospel. And I know you grew up in the church with your grandmother. So yes, is your grandma still with us? 
She is, thankfully. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, that's, that's such a blessing. So now she gets to see her grandbaby push a gospel artist. Like, see how you are raised in life. Yeah. Your grandma is bragging about you at church. So what did she think when, you know, she found out that you started your own green and it's been a year? So she she don't. She don't really understand like what a a record label is. She just knows uh, she has a a news article. So uh, one news article, uh, I had a news break uh, article that broke through on um, in the Charlotte News. Had no idea about it. My father had sent it to me, and at the same time he sent it to my grandmother. So my my grandma called me and was like, "Hey, what's going on with you? I see you in the I see your face in the newspaper." And I'm like, Grandma, what are you talking about? So she she just knows that I'm doing something with music. She thinks, like, I'm still just playing the drums. And she just thinks I made, like, a big group for drums. So she, she Grandma's just said, like, I love you, baby, but I cannot wait until you get a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> – Cause right now she just sees me spending money and spending money, so it's like yeah, that sounds like my great aunt. She she turned eighty nine last month, and I talk about her almost every interview. And you know, she made me realize that they, rap wasn't a genre of music when she was growing up. You know, rap is only like forty eight years old. She's eighty nine. So oh. I used to work in the corporate world, but I've had my both. I have three businesses now, so overall I've been an entrepreneur for like 17 years, so, um, but I've been 100% self-employed for like 10 years, so she kind of understands what I do now, but it's only been maybe like four or five years that she kind of understands, but all these other years, she would be like, where are you going back to work? Like, you had a good job. Like, she just kept asking me, <laughs> when am I going back to work? And she couldn't understand why I was always on my laptop, why I was always on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> technology is, they are not technology friendly. Yes. Thank you. If you sell that laptop and that phone, you probably could get your job back. <laughs> Yeah, bless her heart. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to all the matriarchs of the family that keeps us on our toes. Yeah, trying to keep us grounded, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So you said you were in the military. Tell us a little bit more about your background and why you became interested in music. Ooh, so... um, Really, music started way, like like you said, in, in church with my grandma. Uh, I had fell in love with the drums. Uh, however, uh, Kenston, I mean, I know I always said I was going to stay away from this story because everyone tells this story, but Kenston isn't like a, you know, a great town. Like, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good town, but you, we're known for crime. And it's a, it's a pretty bad area where I was uh, raised. So... My my way out, I wanted it to be the military. However, my mom wanted it to be college. It just so happened we found a middle ground where I could say, hey, well, if, if I go into the military, you won't have to pay for college. Yeah. So that's where my uh, military career had began right there. Um, I actually didn't want to go to school. I was done with school. I had been in all the advanced classes since I was in elementary school. I was just tired of doing work. Yeah. Uh, I eventually was like, I just, I just want to 
do a job that I don't have to sit behind a computer. I don't have to read. I don't have to write. The irony in it. <laughs> and then that's why I wanted to be in the military where I could just go serve the country, uh, fight for what I, I believe is right. Mm-hmm. As for, um, as I said, with the agreement, I still had to go to college. So I, I went in, um, and because I was a military police in the military, I wanted to do something. Uh, if I ever got out of the military, I wanted to do something with crime, crime scene investigation. I knew they had a, a, a lot to do with forensics, so I tried to go to school for forensics. However, A&T, the closest they had was a chemistry program that would have got me into that field. So I started with chemistry. I hated it. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. And my my teacher sat me down and was just like, yo, you need to talk to your advisor and find out what you really love. And music was my answer. Anything that she asked me, it always related back to music. So I switched over as a music major my freshman year, second semester. Um, so therefore, once, once I um, I graduated, I was still in the reserves as I was in college. I graduated and I went active duty. And everything for music had went away. Like yeah. my passion for music had went away because all I was focused on was the military. And then I slowly found myself not happy anymore. And I never could find out why. And it was because I had let my love for music go. And I had stopped paying attention to music and I had now did something that I wanted to do just to do and have stability versus mm-hmm. something that I truly love that I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. So. That's amazing. That's amazing. So let's go back to school. So I can relate to that as far as being in all honors classes. Like, mm-hmm. that was me. I was in all honors classes since, like, I think Head Start all the way up through uh, high school and it had been drilled in me since I was born. You're going to go to college. You're going to go to HBCU. And by the time I graduated from high school, I had, I had when I graduated middle school, I had high school credits. When I graduated high school, I had college credits. I was so burnt out. Like, from extracurricular activities, school, you know, so I can definitely relate to that but my family has all everyone in my family went to college everyone in my family has a college degree and it was like you're not about to be the person that lets everybody down so you gotta go but um so I can relate to that but going back to you going to school the cool thing about it is that that's where you found your love and I I read that you were part of the drum line so tell us about that experience of being on the drum line that had to be super cool Yo, uh, what's funny is um, that actually was, that's all I remember from college. That's, <laughs> that, that was my life, the drum yeah. line. Um, came in in 2010, hit the ground running and, and never stopped. Um, yeah, I was a part of the Cold Steel drum line at North Carolina A&T Blue and Gold Marching Machine. Yeah. Uh, I had the time of my life uh, there. Uh, we did tours uh, in the spring as an individual, just drumline, and I used to love performing. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm a performer. It was music, performing. It, it, was, it was awesome, a great time. That's amazing. So you went to the military in hopes of it paying for college. You get to college. You hate it there. You find a drumline. You love it there. 
and then you put your all into your career and you hate it there and then you're back to music. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to that. You know, earlier in my story when, you know, sharing with you, same thing with me, I went into corporate because, you know, your your people and your family's like, you gotta get a real job. Yeah. So, you know, I majored in a real career and I minored in theater arts because I'm like, I this is this is me over here. Um, and my mom, my parents were cool with it. It was my great aunt because my grandmother passed away young, but my great aunt was like the grandma. That was my grandma's sister. She's the oldest. So she was always like, you got to go to college. You got to get a real job. So I, I can relate to that too of sitting at your desk or in your regular real job like, this is not what I want to do. <laughs> so for those out there that may be watching this or listening to this on the podcast, give them some advice on pivoting to what you really love and enjoy because a lot of people are stuck in jobs that they don't like because of the paycheck and they're afraid to do what they love because they're not sure if they're going to get a paycheck. So give them some advice on how you handle pivoting from not being happy to your happiness. <laughs> okay. I'm a I'm gonna give I'm gonna share two two lights on that. You mind if I give two views? No, nah, that's fine. All right. this, is your so my first, my first instinct when you ask that question, I'm a, like I did. If you if you hate it there, you don't like corporate America, quit. Whatever you believe in, do it now. But when you do it, when you jump out there, all that time you put into that corporate, you know you now have to put that time plus more into your own crowd. All right. So I want everyone to know that if if you just know every day. You're going in and you're just dreading. But before you clock in, you're dreading going in, and all you think about is clocking out. It's it's time for you to go ahead and and switch careers. Uh, however, after being being the one, being the type type A person, I would say type B. Keep your day job. Use that to invest in your business so you can have some some grow room because with me I didn't I, I jumped out with no savings or nothing. I was just like, you know what, I can't do this. Um I'm gonna do me and I just quit working. Yeah. And the only way I eat is by whatever <laughs> I do that day. So uh, uh type B, use that job to invest in your business and at the same time when you get when you clock out from corporate world you can't clock out in, in your world. You have to keep working. So you're going to have to give up. You're going to have to trade time for sleep because you're going you're gonna to need that time. Uh, mm -hmm. So as I said, use corporate to invest in your business. Once you get a little cushion, then you can start letting corporate go. That's type B. Type A, if you know, if you got faith of a mustard seed, go. Let go. Let God. And yeah. no offense to anyone who, you know, any uh, religion beliefs, but yeah. it's, that's that's how it is, Two, both sides of the spectrum. Absolutely. I 100% agree. Like, for me, I used to pull into, uh, I was there, I, I loved it at first, but towards the end, it was just like where you were talking about if when you pull up, you think about clocking out. There were times, and I had a good job, like, it was in banking. I was making, like, money, okay, money. And there were times where I would pull into the parking garage, have my suit on, I was dressed and ready, have my coffee, 
I was called off from the parking garage of my job. And I, I just knew, but for me, it was a little different. Like, I went to work at 8, and I lost my job at 10. Like, they shut, they bought, we got bought out, and they shut down. Like, all of us that had been there for too long, well, according to the new people, we had been there too long, we were making too much money. So they slowly was just, like, trickling us out. And, you know, like you said, whatever religion you believe in, but God, the universe, whatever, it'll tell you, he'll tell you when it's time to go. Like, there were signs, and I didn't listen. I came to work like, all right, let's get this day started. And, like, two hours later, they were like, hey, you, come here. <laughs> you don't work here anymore. I said, what? But going back to your other advice, I was already working on my plan and my business during the, you said, you know, you trade your time, your time for sleep or your sleep for time. When I would get off work, I would start work. So I had already oh, yeah. built my brand. People already knew who I was. Like, they knew me for my brand instead of me going to work. So a lot of people didn't even know I, I worked at the bank. They just thought I had my company. So when they, when they let me go, it was weird because I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have a job. This is this is this is crazy. It took me two weeks to get over not having to wake up and clock in. After that, you know, uh, the other part of me was just like, you have your. Bi-. I had a I had an office. Like I'm gonna keep like my business. I had an office space. Oh. I had a team. I was just going to work because I, you know, I was just going to work. Um, but I had I had everything in place and. God was like, you have a business. You have a job. You can hire yourself. There you go. You've been working for yourself. So like you said, like you really have to be, like for me, I'm those two people combined. Like I'm a type A personality anyway, so I'm going to get things done. But I was already working on my, my, my hustle on the side. And I had already had it for like seven years. So when they... When I became 100% self-employed, I had already put in seven years' worth of work. So now mm-hmm. I was just my own boss. So for you and your story, you becoming your own boss, what was it like, even though you're a type A personality, what was it like realizing? What was it, what was it like the day you realized, like, wait a minute, I am in charge of my own paycheck. <laughs> I have to pay myself. There is not an every two-week deposit. What was that day like when you realized, wait, I'm not getting direct deposits this week? <laughs> uh, honestly, I thought I thought that feeling of not the the fear of the unknown was gonna be scary, but no, I just it made me hungry. Honestly, uh, that's that's when I actually took my my business series. Like mm-hmm. I said, a year ago in November, uh. On the 24th, I started this company. I didn't quit my job till six months later uh, in May, and now it's six months past of me not having a job. So I've been doing well. Like when I, like I said, I didn't have anything saved up. So I don't know. It just made me hungry. It made me go into survival mode. Like okay, you know, you now know. You have you have this roof over your head. You have to work to mm-hmm. get here. Okay, if you can get up and go work for these people and get paid two percent of this company, you can go out and work for yourself and get paid a hundred percent of the company. Uh, so that's that's the mentality that I had, and it just made me hungry. 
Absolutely. I, I mean, basically, it has to be in you. It has to be in you. And I tell a lot of people that when they're asking me questions or they want to know or they want to be inspired by people that I interview, and I tell a lot of them it really comes down to is it in you or is it not. Like this, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner isn't for everyone, and that's okay. Like I'm never going to make people feel like they're less than or there's something wrong because they clock in because it is simple to get up, go to work, do your 40 hours and collect your check. That's, that's really easy. Stress-free. Listen, I would never steer anyone away from that if you cannot handle this. Facts. And also, I'm hiring. If anyone don't want to be an entrepreneur, I'm hiring too. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. So are you building a team for your record label? Yeah. Where are you so I'm, I'm always building, like, if you if you got a camera and you 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 like to shoot videos or you like to take pictures, you can you can even uh, contact me and we'll we'll get you a little well we'll do a trial session like everyone else. We're not gonna just like okay you got a camera let's go uh, yeah. because we're we're very family oriented. Uh, I, I hate to say it's a business because we're a family. We in mm-hmm. Nashville is a family, but I know talking to people I have to you know, but. Um, we we are always looking, even hair and uh, makeup artists, uh, nail techs, fashion designers, any any creators. We're we're always looking to build. But uh, now with that, I don't harp solely on North Carolina because, say, for instance, I got a show in Atlanta. Hey, it's it's great if I got someone there that's part of We in National who can sit there and do my artist nails. Or if I got a barber there who can cut my my male artist's hair when uh we start signing male artists. It's right. like uh I'm just trying to be well connected everywhere. Everywhere I go, I wanna be able to say, Hey, we're here, we need this, that and the other. So Well, I can connect you to a photographer in Atlanta and I can connect you to a videographer and a photographer. My son is actually my videographer and my photographer. There we go. <laughs> Look, hey, we in action. <laughs> He grew, like up, that, he, he grew up in entertainment. This is what we've been doing since he, since he was younger, and he and his friends started a business, and they do a lot of stuff for a lot of uh, indie and major artists. So, And then the young man that I just brought on as an intern for the station, he, he goes to Morehouse College, so he's a photographer. And I just sent him to two events. He did a great job. So... And I already told him, like, I was going to help him get connected with a few people if, you know, they were looking for someone. So I got you. So okay, you I appreciate that. Remind me, okay? You remind me, and I'll connect I you. I will. <laughs> so one of the things that I like to talk about when we're doing Spotlight on Black Owned Brands is asking all of the entrepreneurs that I interview what it's like to be in their position as a person of color. Well, the news calls the person of color, we're black. I know the music industry, people think the music industry is black. I, they don't realize the employees are black, <laughs> but the industry is not. So you are a black man that owns his own label, an indie label. What is it like being a black man owning an indie label in, within this entertainment industry? Um, it's tough. It's not. It, it, it's tough. You you have because at the end of the, I okay. 
<laughs> I'm trying to okay. Uh let's see. When I when I left the corporate world, I was one of those who thought, okay, I'm a you know, I'm gonna work for myself and I'm just gonna have to I'm just gonna work with my people. I'm gonna work with my people. I'm gonna leave the corporate world with the corporate people. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand once I had transitioned, I still was gonna have to be face to face in those not not now talking to somebody who goes to talk to them. I now have to talk to those big heads myself. So uh, as a black man, I don't I'm not intimidated, honestly. I humbly I'm I'm not intimidated by it, but you are looked at differently. You are looked at still as you're you're black, honestly. Uh it's I'm trying to find a nice way to say it, honestly. It's just um you're you're still even though you may you may be at the top of your world, you're still at the bottom of someone else's world. Let let's I can kinda just say it like that. I so understand. you just kinda take it. I it's it's nothing that I never been through in my life. It's just on a different level now. You just gotta take different approaches, you gotta go uh, about it a certain way. And behind closed doors you you uh go to therapy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that a lot of people realize what really goes on in the industry. They see the jewelry, the lights, the camera, the action. But there's a lot of things that happen in the industry that requires you to have self-care, um, healthy mental wellness, <laughs> therapy sessions. Um, a lot goes on in this because you're looking at hip-hop or music as as black. As us, this is something that we created. And then when you really get into it, you realize that it was something that we made and it's being sold back to us. And you have to ask permission from other people who didn't make this genre, who don't look like you, for permission to do what we should be able to do without having permission. And it's and the higher you climb, the the more you, you the more permission you have to you ask. Have to have, yep. You know, and it's. I don't think a lot of people understand that at all. So I commend you for standing up and being able to, to run an indie, indie label. I helped start an indie label two years ago. It's not the easiest thing, and it's not a cheap thing to do at all. It is very expensive. So the fact that you're even still here, you're celebrating your one-year anniversary, that is very amazing and commendable. Would you say that being in the military – well, first, would you say growing up in the church – with a God-fearing grandmother and being in the military, do you think that that helped prepare you for some of the trials and tribulations that you face as an entrepreneur? <clears throat> yes, that's that's exactly where that actually comes from. Uh, and, and it just boils down to discipline. It's, it's discipline. At the end of the day, you know you got something that you got to do. You, you got to do it. Now, now uh, like I uh, used to say, um, when I got when I went to school, being a child was easy because all I had to do, my mama woke me up to go to school, and I had to she woke me up to get me ready to get me on the bus to come home. When I got to college, okay, all right now look, you got to get up now. Mom ain't here to wake you up. You got to get up now and go to class. Then I got to the real world. Okay, look, now you got to get up and go to you got to go to work or you're gonna get fired and you ain't gonna have a job. So I had to maintain that discipline throughout my life 
And now I know, like, hey, you got to get up and you got to do something. You may not feel like it, but you got to because if you had a corporate job, you would go in whether you wanted or not. So uh, discipline would be my my ground, my root ground. That's dope. That's amazing. So as soon as you guys get your award, I hope Granny is still here so she can be right there. Like, this look at my baby. Yeah. So yeah. still be like, what is he doing? What is he, he doing? Got he got an award. Yeah. <laughs> He got a war from playing them drums. <laughs> oh man. That's but she's gonna be proud nonetheless. So if anyone is interested in connecting with you guys, if they wanna interview any artists, if they wanna feature artists on any of their tracks, or they're looking to work with you guys in any capacity, how do they get in touch with you? Okay, so uh, if you want to actually work with us with artists, you can go to bookings at weinactionent.com. Or if you're an artist and you want to uh, potentially get signed and work with us, you can go to management at weinactionent.com. Awesome. So what about all the people that want to work with you as far as, like, videographers, photographers, Nail text, MUA, so, all those people. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, they also can go to uh, bookings at We In Action. So that's where we, we do all the, the bookings. So if you're a business and you want us to shoot a video of you, then we're, we'll be more than welcome to do it. Uh, we we helping everyone. So, awesome. yeah, that's, that's, that's the purpose. That's dope. Well, I'm very proud to now be connected with you. And uh, I'm, I'm, again, happy anniversary. Thank you. Guys you guys got your one-year anniversary on the event. And uh, we in action. That's we in cool. action. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I love yes. it. I love it. I love it. But thank you so much for being a guest on Conversations with Cream. I really appreciate it. You got to come back as the okay. journey grows. You got to come back so we can have another conversation to see where okay. you guys are and see what's going on with your artists. I know you said she has a lot of stuff coming up, so you got to keep us up to date. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I would be delighted to. I, yes. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed yeah. this. So I really enjoyed this as well. So thank you so much. Like I said, I really appreciate you for being a part of this conversation. And, and, and again, I'm going to say it again. We in action. We in, hey, look. You keep saying we in action. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.